Today is Wednesday, the 26th of October, 2022. And I'm here to talk about speaking things that are not as though they were. I was just in the kitchen making some limes, some lime juice or lime squash or whatever you want to call it for my mom who's outside doing laundry and when typically after she finished doing laundry she always wants some lime juice or squash or whatever. So I made it with some spa water so it's a surprise. So, so as I am there I, I'm making my lime juice or whatever it's I I'm talking to myself because I do that a lot and I'm I found myself talking to I found myself giving a, not really it's not a speech I found myself in a conversation with myself as if I'm on stage or in studio having a conversation with a host and part of the conversation I'm having is talking about was what I was saying at Mona campus Yui Mona campus right and as I'm laughing and having that conversation, as if I'm really there being interviewed, like my personality on my um, my mind is just do some crazy things to, uh, well, not crazy things, things that I find fun. Like, I am a whole vibe. Like, I be having fun with myself every single day, be having conversation with myself as if, like, if I'm in my room and you're outside and you're hearing me, you swear inside with somebody. How I laughing, talking, answering myself. Yeah. <laughs> Whole vibe. And I having fun. So me, I am my own distraction. I am my own distraction. Me don't need nobody else to distract me because me, I'm my own distraction. Alright, so like, sometimes I be having to do work and I got on a whole tangent of train of thought, be having a conversation with somebody who ain't day who I make up and whatever and it's a full-blown conversation of what I think the person would say and how I would respond to what the person say and whatever 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 so I this morning as I was making the lime juice I found my and I don't plan these things they just happen naturally I just find myself in these conversations okay so I found myself talking to and it I don't, it's not a situation where I'd be visualizing anybody or, or I'd be seeing anybody there. Eh? It's all in my head. Right? Um, I found myself talking, feeling as if I was talking to somebody and being interviewed and we're talking about, um, and I just happened to make the point about Yuri and Mona, or it was about Jamaicans and how I love Jamaicans and their hustle. Jamaicans are some of my favorite, most, some of my most favorite people in the world. And I was talking, I was telling the person, well, the makeup person, that I don't think I've ever met a lazy Jamaican. I don't know what that is. To me, to Janiel, every Jamaican is a hungry um, go-getter, hungry for success, or already, or even though they're successful, they're just hungry for more success and more growth. They're just go-getter and driven. That's the exposure I have had to Jamaicans. I believe every Jamaican I've ever met, I've met a bunch, basically the same person, one and the same, hungry for success, going hard at their goals, very creative, very talented, multi-talented, full of faith, whether those go to church or not, they're very religious, they're full of faith, believe in God, and they pray a lot, and in their own way as well, to how prayer is to them, and they're just hungry for success. 
So for me, I'm always excited to meet the Jamaicans because Jamaicans to me remind me of of what a successful Vincentian looks like. In the Vincentians, we, we, we pride ourselves in being very good at what we do. And we're hungry to be successful out in the outer world, outside of St. Vincent, to bring back that success to St. Vincent, to show it off, eh? But to bring it back to St. Vincent and to say we've achieved this. And when we go out in the world, we try to do our utmost best. And oftentimes, our utmost best resulting in some really great rewards. So, to me, when I meet a Jamaican, it reminds me of those type of Vincentians. Right, and whilst not every Jamaican, whilst not every Vincentian has a creative bone, I find most Jamaicans seem to be very creative. And having spoken to my Jamaican friends, what they're telling me is that in the school system, the arts and the drama clubs and all those things are, are very highly pushed in all the schools. So you, quite frankly, will meet many Vincent, I mean Jamaicans, having that ability because it was honed from a young age. And they were very intentional about that. And the competition was very stiff because everybody was going and gunning. Unlike we're very laid back with the arts in St. Vincent. So you don't find as much or in a large quantity of Vincentian who have that um who have that creative spark being um you know pushed out of them unless it's natural you know for example you know you could have a creative bone but it's, it's, it's underlying it's dormant uh, but nobody really have helped you to push it out and it's just there and you may find it while you're at university or you may find it coincidentally while you're somewhere but in jamaica they are intentional about finding that particular you know whatever you call it in their nationals and they're very very um intentional about bringing it out so I'm, I am, I'm very. So I was so in my discussion with thyself. I was talking about that and sharing how I, you know, when I was in Jamaica and even while I was at UWE and my the awesome Jamaicans that I met, and how I'm yet to meet any lazy Jamaicans. So I said that, and I and I went on to mention that I lived on two halls at Mona campus not for a very long time but I did spend I think it's three weeks at one dorm and I in my in my in my um makeup interview a fake interview that occurred in my head I recall telling them I don't remember the name of the hall I stayed on and I do not and I'm quite ashamed at that because that is an amazing hall and I remember waking up on mornings for the two to three weeks I was there and wondering how it was wondering how the dorm life was for that particular dorm or hall during the academic year i recall at like around between 5 30 and 6 30 in the mornings i would just walk around and the, the the hall i stayed at at you had to to get to the rest of the campus you had to walk up a bunch of stairs lots of stairs and you know also get to, to get to, to the walk downstairs obviously and it was the hall was split up into different not huts, but different hut-looking sections, like different mini-villages sections. So in order to get to my section, right, you have to enter a gate. And as my building is, you know, saying I have multiple buildings, like it had about six units within my section, but you have to enter our main gate. But when you come out of that, in the rest of the year, the other main gates are the section, and it's white, which it, have a, it has an Italian Tuscan, Tuscan look to it. It's really beautiful, I find. And, you know, the wood, the wood that you see, they were dark. It was like a dark, um, what do you call that? It's a, 
it's not black it's like a very dark it's not brown either it's a very dark there's a white and dark wood look and it have trees and it's very evergreen and it's really nice and um i totally enjoyed staying there it was one of my best moments staying at mona and the other times i stayed at mona you would put us up in a hotel and that's a whole lot of stuff for a lot of time and the other time before that i think i, I think the, the first time and the hotel was the same time because i had an injury here why oh, why they moved us because what happened was the U was they didn't have anywhere for us to stay so they put they put us up in a hotel and i fell down in the shower at the hotel due to the hotels you know whatever and i had a bunch of injuries so they moved us to on campus and the only available space at that time because they had nowhere to put us was the oldest dharma hall or, or the first dharma hall that Mona had and I had I enjoyed myself it wasn't it wasn't state-of-the-art update and this was, this was in 2011 though when I stayed there it wasn't like the building wasn't like amazing it, but it was nice it was it took me back to you know well I wasn't born at that point but it took me back to years ago when the first of the students would have you know stayed on campus and I felt like I was one of those and I had a roommate and it was nice it was another well a week or two it was really nice um so I enjoyed myself there so I'm loyal to these two halls I, I want to hear the funny thing about it though the only hall name I remember right now is Mary Seacole I did not stay on Mary Seacole I visited friends who stayed at Mary Seacole and I liked Mary Seacole I like what they stood for and I said if I ever come to Mona and stay as a student I wanted to stay at Mary Seacole and then that was, I said that in 2011 and in 2019 I, I went back to Mona and for Yui Sports Yui Games and I stayed at I can't remember my hall and I loved it there and it's so gorgeous I loved my room I loved my roommate I love everything about where I stayed and I do not understand why I can't remember the name of the place but yes as I said it has an Italian Tuscan feel and look to it and it was simply amazing you know one of my lawyer friends in Barbados I saw a picture I put up and had message been asked me if I lived on that hall because he lived on that hall but, we went, but he would have went there at a different time and I said no I was just only there for you games but yes I lived on the hall because once you sleep there one night and you need a registering system saving day you see, you're, you're, you're from the hall so I from the hall whatever the hall name can't remember right now but yes I am from those two halls um the one day so the older one and the one down the road they so right right and, I, and in my interview fake interview and back to the point i recall talking about how my uk days how i am a warrellite which i am because i lived in frank warrell hall for about three years and i'm a sherlockite which would, which would piss off my warrellite family because in my last tenure at ue i spent a semester and a half or a couple of weeks at living on Sherlock Hall and even when I was um, admitted to Sherlock Hall I recall going to Sherlock Hall feeling like a traitor I felt oh my gosh if people and I'm looking around I hope no my granted all the person who lived with me while I lived at Warren Warren Hall and graduated eh? by entering Sherlock Hall looking behind seeing any of the world like looking and seeing that I entered Sherlock Hall as a Sherlock I <laughs> that's so funny you know, once you went to UI Cable or you are you true UI personal and you understand her life and all that good stuff, that joke would make sense to you. So yeah, and 
I am now, I was telling the interviewer, I am a Sherlockite now, you know. I entirely enjoyed living on Sherlockite and the ladies. I forgot my flow name, but I know. But it was a really great experience. I had to up and run and leave up because of family emergency. So I just, same, the same notice, jump on the plane kind of thing. So I didn't spend long, but I stayed in Sherlockite for a couple of weeks. Over a month, actually. Um, and so I recall telling the fake interviewer that the only hard on me had beef is key to becoming a city but then i recall telling him that was a joke and it is a joke and once you live on hall you're one family we we are against those persons on off campus which is not necessarily the case for me because my first semester at ubkville i lived on off campus once it hides in the house here, big up, big up all of campus people because I was wanting my first ever semester as an on-campus university student because I did start my university journey online. So as an on-campus university student, big up once it hides in the house right there in Cape Hill. So yeah, so this was the conversation I was having with myself as I'm mixing my mother's lime juice, having, laughing and talking in the kitchen as if I meant somebody there. Yeah, that's me. But what was the point of this particular anchor recording? Well, the point I'm trying to hit home is that whilst I'm there mixing my lime juice and I'm saying to myself, hey, I'm laughing and talking and projecting and, and um, you know, manifesting my, my future interview, which is going to happen with so many different interviewers in the future. I could play back something like this video or the many video t videos, this anchor recording, sorry, or the many videos I've recorded from my own personal stash of me manifesting my future, talking to the future as if it is already, and telling people in the future, listen to me, this is who I was before I became who I'm going to be, and I recorded this just for you, and that's why I'm doing this anchor video. So when I'm on that interview, and when, when people are researching me and they're stalking my Facebook pages and they're looking at my anchor podcast and on my YouTube videos and on my TikTok and on my Instagram and on my websites and they're looking, and they bunks up on this interview. What they're going to do is, whilst I'm being interviewed, they're going to be like, I, and it's going to be unknown to me, they're going to play this video to remind me of the days when I recorded it saying that I knew it was always going to happen because I manifested it, right? So yeah, the power of manifestation is going to be shown in my life because that's what people do, you know? When you want something, you look at it, you, you write it, you, 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 first God place a thought in your head. Then you, you, you're able to verbalize it to yourself and then you write it down, you know. And then you find pictures or videos or something that may look close to what you have in your head. And you stick it up or you go, or you go back to that video occasionally or you speak about it. And you just do all that you can at the level that you can to get to where you want to go. That manifestation and that reality is going to happen. And when you're putting consistent effort days in and days out, little bit and little bit, as you go forward in time, and eventually you're going to arrive at your goal so fast and you wonder where the time has gone. So, to future self, thank you for finishing the race and getting to the goal. And thank you for regrouping, 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 and creating new goals that we're presently, when you re-listen this in the future, saying to yourself, yes, we have arrived here, but we are further to go. And for you listening to this, yes, you will arrive at your goal and you too will have further to go. So manifest, believe, hope, dream, and more importantly, pray. 
and have more faith than a mustard seed because manifestation works. God is in control and he wants to hear from you.